Hi, this is Greg Pang back with Legal Cut Pro in our special series called the Corin Interviews. As we check in with friends of the podcast, today we have Sheena Rossiter, who is a director, writer, producer, and co-owner of Donna Anna Films and Multimedia. She's a journalist who, whose work has appeared on the CBC, BBC, and Monocle. She's a university instructor, and Sheena is also the host and senior producer of Storylines, which is a WIFTA podcast, and WIFTA being the film in, uh, sorry, that's the Women in Film and Television of Alberta. Full disclosure, my firm, Red Frame Law, is a sponsor of the Storylines podcast. Sheena, how are you doing? Good, how are you? I'm doing pretty well. Uh, Tell us, where are you, and please describe your immediate surroundings for us. Well, um, I'm at home. I'm in my home office here. So basically, I'm just sitting in front of my computer in, that's on top of my desk in front of a window. So it's not, nothing too exciting. And a little microphone bookcase behind me full of books. And that's pretty much it. So just hanging out. Perfect. Hey, Sheena, can I tell the listeners about the story about how me and you first met at Fava Fest, I believe it was, a couple years back? Absolutely. At FavaFest 2018, I was presenting an award, and it was a documentary award, because it was your documentary, of course, that won uh, Three right. Siblings, I think it was? Yeah, that's right. Yes. So I was presenting this award, and I'm not used to standing up in front of, well, I'm used to standing up in front of people to speak, but I'm not used to being lit with lights in my eyes. So I got up there, they tell me to read this card, you know, and, and the award goes to, you know, Sheena Rossiter for Three Siblings. And I look and look forward and like, I can't see if this person who's supposed to accept this award is supposed is coming up to accept it. So after a count of, I think, maybe one point, you know, uh, you know, one one thousand in my head (laughs) without thinking more about it, I thought, okay, she's not here. So then I start with uh, and I gladly accept this award on behalf of and then you're right there to my right. And you're like, I'm right here. I'm like, oh my God, how embarrassing for me. <laughs> Those lights were pretty bright though. Yes, they were. Yeah, I, I, should, I should have uh, maybe paused and then look to my right and left first or something like that. So, but I panicked. You were there. Yeah, you, you, you accepted the awards. So congratulations once again. And that's the story of how we met. And uh, the documentary, Three Siblings, you produced it with your husband, Sandra, right? That's right. Yeah. And, and, and you know, that award, actually, that was the the first award I've ever really received for documentary filmmaking. So it was quite, quite great to receive that. And also uh, that was the first of a string of a few for that project. And we we're really happy that it was honored here at Fava Fest in Edmonton. Perfect. Well, congratulations again. And it was really nice talking to you and Sandro afterwards. Yeah, it was that, that was a really special project because it actually, Three Siblings was um, filmed in, the favela, the slum that he mm-hmm. grew up in in Sao Paulo. So it was really just nice to kind of show that to an international audience uh, about the, that whole project. And the three siblings themselves were longtime family friends of his as well. Perfect. Yes. Um, what I want to do for this episode, this interview, is I just want to just ask you a little bit about you know how life has been and uh, to plug storylines a little bit. So, what is one thing, Sheena? other than working from home that you have to do, have had to do differently during this pandemic for myself. One of the things I've had to do differently is my exercise and fitness routine. You know, all the mm-hmm. gyms are closed. 
uh, I'm not out biking to work every day, so I'm not getting my cardio as much. So I actually made a DIY pull-up bar in the basement and mm-hmm. I'm trying to do my push-ups and, and pull-ups every day. So how about yourself? What have you had to do differently? Quite a few things actually, but nothing too dr- drastic at the same time. So of course, working from home is one thing. Uh, I haven't minded it though. I'm, I am enjoying working from home and I did all already work from home on some projects already. So that has been a little bit of a change, but not too much of a change. Exercising as well has been a bit of a change because I do really enjoy my time that I get to go to the gym. So now I'm either going for spins around the block on long walks, or I'm doing some exercises in the basement as well. And then I guess just hanging out with people really now the whole Zoom hangout thing is what people are doing now, which is really great. But personally, I prefer to do it a bit more one on one with people because I find the group Zooms is just incredibly awkward because think about it when you're at a actual party or an event, people tend to splinter off into groups of two or three and then you pretty much end up talking to people one on one anyway, even though you're in a large group. But in the Zoom group chats, it's pretty much just everybody's face there on a computer, everybody trying to talk at once, and somebody always has a bigger personality than the others and kind of ends (laughs) dominating the conversation. So I would say I'm not too crazy about those group chats, so I've only done them once or twice, really. The webinars, though, are really useful. I've actually really enjoyed that, um, having these webinars, because now that the world is so much smaller in a certain respect that you can quote unquote go to these events in New York or in London or wherever in the world because it's all done online now. So I actually do kind of like that because before you couldn't physically go to the events because you're not physically in that city. But now I like that you can go and, and see and learn from all these different filmmakers from all over the world through these webinars. I've enjoyed that part of it quite a bit. Um, but of course, do I want to do that forever? Absolutely not. I love going out and I love socializing with people face to face. So it will be nice to return to normal, but I think it will take quite a bit of time for that to return to normal. It will be a progressive return um, once we can finally get back out into the world. Very well said. Now let's uh, talk about storylines a little bit. As I mentioned, like my firm is a sponsor of Storylines, and that's how we are connected, I guess, as friends of the podcast here. Um, And I'll just read a little bit of a description of Storyline. Uh, Every Monday, Storylines highlights some of the most successful women in film and television from in front of and behind the camera. So tell us a little bit about that, and what are you working on next for Storylines? Storylines, it's um, 15 episodes in total. We've done a couple bonus episodes as well um, relating to the coronavirus pandemic just to kind of keep up to date and keep current. But it's been really exciting speaking to all these different women from in front of and behind the cameras. So what we mean by that is we're speaking with producers, directors, actors, first ADs, uh, project coordinators, just or production coordinators, I should say, actually, and DPs. It's just been really exciting and inspiring to speak to all these women to hear their stories about how they got into the industry, challenges that they faced along the way. And then at the end of every episode, we have our conversation that goes on for about 15, 20 minutes. At the end of every episode, though, each of them gives their three tips for filmmakers who are starting out in the industry. 
And they've all been very different across the board. Everything from make sure you're reading a lot to make sure you get used to writing, get good boots because you never know where filmmaking is going to take you. But a few of them have said the same things over and over again, like namely how important relationships matter in this industry, which goes to show that if several people are repeating the same tips, that they must be pretty important tips. And it is something to listen to. And for me personally, as a host, it's been so inspiring and just great and wonderful to meet all these different women. Of course, we've continued doing the interviews since the pandemic started. So some of them have been done remotely compared to face-to-face what we were doing before. But uh, they are really great and interesting stories. And uh, we've released episodes with everybody from documentary director and producer Rosvita Dransfeld, who's been nominated for an Emmy, to Alexandra Lazarovich, who directed the documentary short Fast Horse, which did extremely, extremely well. To everybody from Susie Maloney, who was a novelist, and now she's taking the pen to page to pen out uh, screenplays, metaphorically speaking. So it's just been a great variety and there's something there for everybody, be it that you're in documentary or scripted. And I have to say, congratulations on a very well-produced podcast. I've listened to a few (laughs) of them. I find them very interesting, very professionally done and extremely informative. So very good job there. Well, thank you. I, I, um, I edit them as well myself, and it's definitely, I put a lot of TLC, a lot of tender loving care into those episodes, because it's not just uh, to be informative to our listeners, but it's also to really make everybody proud who's part of the podcast team. I want to make sure everybody's proud of the content that we're putting out, and of course, to make it entertaining, because it's, it's not just for people in film and television, but it's also for people who love film and television. One of the biggest fans of the podcast is actually my mom. She's been <laughs> avidly listening to every episode. And yeah, I can tell when she's listening because then I just get this barrage of text being like, oh, I've seen Fast Horse. Or, oh, I really want to know more about this documentary, Queens of Dogville. Or, oh, I've seen that documentary, Equus. So she really is so into it. And uh, it's just great to see the reaction of people who are outside the industry of how they like to know more about the film and television because we all consume film and television and it's just to give people it's to peel back the curtain and show people what goes behind all these projects and speaking of uh, consuming film and television sorry what is the best thing you have watched since this whole pandemic started I'm a big fan of sports myself. I used to work as a sports journalist uh, in Brazil, actually, during the 2014 FIFA World Cup and the 2016 Olympic Games. So I really do like sports documentaries. It combines my love of documentary and also of sports as well. So one thing that I've been watching recently on Netflix was The Last Dance, where it's basically a story... Yeah, it's basically a 10-part documentary series story of the Chicago Bulls going for that sixth, that coveted sixth NBA championship under Michael Jordan. Mm -hmm. And will Scottie Pippen stay with the team? Will the wild Dennis Rodman be tamed a little bit so they can get it together and get that sixth championship in the 1998 season just on the cusp of Michael Jordan about to retire? So I've really enjoyed that series itself. And that is one of the things I miss the most is watching live sports on TV. 
Yeah, I, I, I've been wondering as well as what are a lot of sports broadcasters and companies doing during this time because I know in Brazil they're replaying the old World Cup games that were Brazil won and even here on CBC I know they're replaying the 2016 Olympics because of course the 2020 Olympics that were supposed to happen in Tokyo this year have all been cancelled and that will go into next year so it will also be really interesting to see how it all plays out in terms of championships and things like the Olympics and World Cup schedules because those things are programmed in so far in advance that it will be interesting to see how that kind of plays out. Now moving on from sports and watching, can you tell us about maybe some music or or a podcast that you've been listening to that has helped you get through these messed up times? So I'm a big fan of the podcast Reply All by Gimlet and Probably they had the best episode that they've ever put out recently. It was called like the case of the missing pop song or something like that. And it is just so good. It's basically this one guy, he got this earworm earworm stuck in his head that he remembered this pop song from the 90s and he was trying to find it online and searching, 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 and he couldn't get it. So it's just the story of going to the extreme lengths of trying to find this earworm random song from the 1990s. And uh, it's they, the way they tell it is really, really great. I also have been listening to The Gravy Train, which is um, a podcast put out by Frequency that is about the story of uh, Rob Ford's rise to power. Mm-hmm. in toronto and the way they tell <laughs> of course them, that that was his uh, that was one of the things he said stopping the gravy train right <laughs> exactly and the, but the way it's told and the way that's written and recorded is so well done that i've also really really enjoyed that podcast as well very cool yeah sheena where can people find storylines and you personally well, you can find me online. Um, you can find me at uh, DonnaAnnaFilms.com, and that's uh, spelled D-O-N-A-A-N-A-Films.com. That's uh, my production company, and you can find me through there. And Storylines, you can find us on the WIFTA website. So it's uh, W-I-F-T-A dot C-A, and the storylines can be found there. But of course, you could also listen to storylines wherever you get your podcasts. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, you name it, we're on all those platforms. So just type in storylines, one word, and then you can find us and check us out. Perfect. Well, thank you very much for your time, Sheena. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, this has been great. You stay safe, and hopefully we can see each other in person in not too long. <laughs> Yes, fingers crossed.